Hey, how you doing? My name's Cheryl. This is the Identity Booth, and today we're going to be talking about uh, Colin Powell. Colin Powell died, uh, I believe, on Tuesday, so a couple of days ago, uh, at the age of 84 due to complications of COVID and his cancer, his multiple melanoma, my, my <laughs> which is basically he had a white blood cell uh, issue, which made it harder for him to... Uh, um, to basically uh, fight off diseases because his white blood cell count was uh, amino amino compromised. Amino compromised. His system was. I, I'm having a hard time getting my big words out today. Um, and while Colin Powell is considered to be uh, an example of black excellence, I think it's super important that you're able to look at black excellence uh, through a perspective through a perspective lens. Because Colin Powell was a war criminal. He was a war criminal. Uh, he's He was a Republican. Uh, the first black secretary uh, of the United States. And that carries its own weight. But how shiny is that uh, podium with all the blood that's on his hand? He's collectively, between himself, contributed to 10 years of of slaughtering people that look a lot more like him. Then don't. So while we are going to acknowledge the fact that a man passed away, I also do want to acknowledge uh, that we don't have to worship black excellence that is flawed. And for whatever you feel about him, Colin Powell was a flawed individual because of his stance on the war and his inability to be truthful about the war. So we're going to talk a little bit about uh, him and his past. But when people say, like, why is he a war criminal? What makes him a war criminal? Let's deep dive into that and take a closer look, shall we, and see what made him a war criminal. Your Secretary of State, and then 9-11 happens. When did you realize that you would have to be involved and the government had to be involved in some kind of military confrontation? Well, you can't let something like that go by without doing something about it. And my job was to not immediately get involved in military matters, but to pull the international community together. And it was a very rewarding experience. For the first time in NATO's history, they invoked what is called Article 5, which said if any member of the alliance is attacked, we are all attacked. So they were all on our side. Subsequently, we turned our attention to Iraq, and President Bush decided that we would do an invasion of Iraq to go after Saddam Hussein. What I said to the President uh, before that was, Mr. President, you need to understand that if you take out this government, you become responsible as the new government. You become responsible for 27 million Iraqis who will be standing there looking at us. You take on great responsibility and you sure you understand that and you want to do it. And we were private when we were having this conversation and he said... And this is, this is called retro... This is like hindsight is... The hindsight is like 2020 or something like that. Like It's easy to make this, this uh, statement with with not being responsible for what's going on anymore. When you've kicked the bucket down the pile, but what he fails to realize is he was the initiator of this conflict. He talked it up. He was the biggest voice and component. And in Congress, there was only one person. I forget her name. It was a woman. She was the only one that opposed voting for us to go to war. But people like Colin Powell, who are these warmongers, pushed it. And to us to see the, the clatter... 
the the collateral damage that is the Afghan war that is finally come to an end with our troops being removed from there and just the sloppiness that took place for us to get it on. What did we accomplish? He said it here in 2017. We were responsible for those people. How many of those people did we let down? Who is actually being held responsible for it? Anything. In, in the previous administration, the past administration, the current one, America doesn't hold itself accountable. And Colin Powell has to hold that. Well, what's the alternative? I said the alternative is to have the UN be in the first position. They're the ones who have violated, the resolutions have been violated. So let's have a diplomatic approach. President Bush said, I agree with your idea of going to the UN and convincing them. He did. Before taking military action, he wanted to present our case to the United Nations publicly. And so on a Thursday afternoon, I was in with him. He said, would you take the case next Tuesday? To the UN. Yeah. You made the case that Saddam did have. He made the case that Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction. And this is the part of me that, uh, like, baffles me. Why don't we as black people realize when we get into these positions of powers that we aren't the ones with the power? We're the person who is made to make the power seem more acceptable. What do I mean? Colin Powell being the first black person to hold this position was a detriment to him because did he feel inclined to make the good old boys feel more welcoming of him? Were his actions genuine and pure or did he want to be accepted to the extent that he would lie under oath? And while I can't prove that he lied under oath, these are things that we see in characteristics and behaviors of people who want to be accepted into a group or a demographic they aren't traditionally part of. And being the first for that day and age definitely holds ground to be thought of like him wanting to be accepted on a level that would force him to lie about weapons of mass destruction. If you couldn't prove it, why would you send so many, so many people died because of a, a hunch? Have, or we thought he had um, weapons of mass destruction. When it turned out he didn't, right. um, do you think you, know, you were embarrassed by that? Or do you think that the U.S. was embarrassed? Or do you think, had we known he didn't have weapons of mass destruction, President Bush would have gone ahead anyway? No, he would not have gone ahead. And, and I asked him that specific question when we were going through this. I said, Mr. President, if Saddam Hussein can prove that he has no weapons of mass destruction, then you do not have a basis for war. Are you prepared to accept that, even if it means Saddam Hussein will stay in place? Hesitantly, he said, yes, I will accept. It's, it's so easy to talk like this when you, when you don't really gauge the situation. You let a bunch of people die. Moreover, you let a bunch of our people die back there. So it's so easy for him to say, oh, this is like, this is, this is, this isn't what it looks like. This isn't what it is. But in reality, in actuality, it is very troubling. It is very troubling to think about and to see when you want to talk about things. But remember, this was a Republican, right? Colin Powell is a Republican through and through. So no matter what you would think or hope, at least the Republican Party would be would stand by his side and continue to acknowledge, you know, the trials and tribulations, whatever uh, things put aside, that he made a, a positive difference in the Republican Party. And he was a moderate. So this would be someone I would deem I could have a conversation with a real talk like he was he was moderate.
So imagine my surprise or dismay rather when Fox News Robert deletes a tweet questioning COVID-19 vaccine effectiveness following Colin Powell's death. This is what happens when you talk before you understand what's really going on, right? So basically, this man passes away. Fox News is right-leaning, period. No one, don't let anybody else tell you anyway. So this is the person that, these are the type of people that they support. And while he was, while this man passed away and lost his life due to his battle with COVID, they took the opportunity not to acknowledge how important it is for people to get vaccinated, especially if your amino, uh, I keep saying amino, immune system is compromised. But they took the opportunity to take shots at the efficacy of it without realizing that he was fighting a battle with cancer. Amid fierce, amid a fierce and immediate out online backlash, Fox News anchor John Roberts deletes tweets Monday that suggest Colin Powell's death from COVID-19 complications raised new concerns about efficacy of the vaccine. But Roberts was just one of several right-wing pundits, along with the last, uh, with at least one GOP lawmaker, to dangerously sow skepticism about immunization on Monday. So this is. This is their thing, right? Remember, he was a hero in the Republican Party back in the day. But the first chance they could throw him under the bus, they did it. At least I'm genuine in my relent against him. And at least my relents against him are validated and founded. I didn't attack him for being immune compromised. I didn't attack him for being vaccinated. I attacked him for being a war criminal. Something he readily acknowledged. But Republicans and conservatives like this, they can't handle themselves. They can't handle themselves. He made a bunch of apology tweets and stuff like this. But I think something that uh, I want to like just bring to people's attention is the Republican Republican parties or Republicans like this at least have no, they have no like, no sense of pride, no sense of urgency to be held accountable, and that's why they could get away with this. And this last headline sort of curtails what I want to, to, and not like how I want to remember Colin Powell because, to be honest, he's not a, a it's not a name or a person I think about often. He comes from the Bush era, and I sort of treat him sort of like a Bush era type individual. Whenever I see pictures of George Bush with. Barack Obama's wife, oh, excuse me, God forbid, Michelle Obama's wife and Ellen DeGeneres, and they're coddling him and he's sharing candy. I just think about his hands being covered in red. And this is the same thing for him. This is uh, from yesterday. Uh, he lied. Iraqis still blame Powell for role in Iraq. And this is from the words of the people who suffered the consequences for his action, or rather his inaction. For many Iraqis, the name Colin Powell conjures up one image, the man who, as a U.S. Secretary of State, went before the U.S. Security Council in 2003 to make the case for war against their country. That's one hell of a way to be remembered. He lied and lied, says Miriam, a 51-year-old Iraqi writer and mother of two in northern Iraq, who spoke to the spoke on the condition her last name not be used because of her children. Her children is studying in the United States. That's crazy. 
I didn't see what Donald Trump said about him, but I know what Nafi, you've made me, you've made me curious. You've made me curious. See what CNN has to say. Gosh, I hate using CNN. While we're on the topic of Donald Trump, uh, let's just remind people who Republicans are lining up behind Republican office holders. Um, he just released a, a statement about the death of General Colin Powell, who died. We should say he was fighting uh, cancer and Parkinson's, but his death was something of a surprise. He and his wife, Alma, uh, although they were both uh, vaccinated, tested positive for COVID and, and Alma's okay. But uh, Colin Powell regrettably died because he had these problems with underlying conditions and a compromised immune system. That said, um, here is what uh, Donald Trump had to say about this decorated, uh, trailblazing uh, Vietnam War veteran and, and general. Quote, wonderful to see Colin Powell, who made big mistakes on Iraq and famously so-called weapons of mass destruction, be treated in death so beautifully by the fake news media. Hope that happens to me someday. He was a classic rhino, Republican in name only, if even that, always being the first to attack other Republicans. He made plenty of mistakes. But anyway, may he rest in peace. Um, and that was immediately followed by a link to donate money uh, to Donald uh, Trump. It's hardly the first time. I mean, Donnie's Donnie's not wrong here. He was a, he, he Donnie didn't say nothing wrong here, but I think a certain level of elegance and grace is expected here. Donnie's not wrong here. I, I he was a war criminal. You have to be able to acknowledge that. But you know, regardless, the guy is crazy. <laughs> The guy is crazy. But, hey, that was the segment. Let us know what you think. Uh, comment below. Tell us, what do you think about Colin Powell? Do you think that he will forever have this legacy of black excellence? Or is was he a pawn in the bigger picture of the Republican Party that much many of black people in the Republican Party seem to find themselves just being a pawn? So let us know what you think. And we'll gladly uh, take it from there. But for everything you do, God, 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 take care of yourself. Uh, next segment. We can catch the vibes, but it's so hard to find through the daily grind. We're working overtime, and I'm sleep deprived. Shorty on the line, and we feel some fight. Seems like every night, don't care who's wrong or right. I hope the end is sight. Slow it down, and we can catch the vibes.